Hello and welcome to another segment of Kone Conversations, a podcast featuring one-on-one interviews with various employees and subject matter experts from Kone, a global leader in the elevator and escalator industry. I'm Kevin Metz. On a frequent basis, we get behind the scenes with key players and those in the field to deliver their unique insights and perspectives from Kone. On this episode, we're joined by Dennis Murphy, Installation Manager for Major Projects at Kone. Welcome, Dennis. Great to have you here. Thank you for having me. Well, like we do with all Kone Conversations guests, we like to give our listeners or perspectives into the day-to-day uh, position. Uh, tell us a little bit about your role as Installation Manager. Absolutely. Um, my primary role for, is to support the front line for identified major projects and components. Um, that range, There's a range of major projects that I support that include high-rise commercial and residential towers, stadiums of all types, airports, the transit business, and uh, emerging new technology. Along with that comes my work to ensure that project timelines are met and the latest technology implemented safely and properly, including Coney Jump Lift and Ultra Rope. Now, you deal with, it sounds like, a number of large projects, um, airports and so on and so forth. What are what are some of the key things that you encounter um, on a regular basis, or some some challenges on the sites? Well, it goes without saying for Kone that safety is always our primary concern, especially on a major project where the workforce is much larger than your average project, and there are dozens, if not scores, of sub trades having to interface with each other daily, quite often in tight spaces. Um, in addition to that. There's the management of difficult timelines and schedules that are associated with these major projects, especially when it comes to the handover, early handover of construction use elevators on high-rise projects. Over the past several years, we've seen contractual durations for handing over those construction use elevators after top-out go from, on average, 18 weeks after top-out all the way down to 10 weeks after top out for today's projects. Another challenge for all of the contractors on a major project is the site planning and overall logistics. This doesn't include just the management of materials, most people think, but around the management of personnel and the overall workforce itself and how you move them through the project and get from point A to point B. So in direct line with managing that personnel on site, is managing the installation efficiency. And as the vertical transportation contractor on the project, that burden is increased on us greatly due to our contractual responsibilities to get those construction use elevators running as soon as possible and to also keep them running around the clock. This is where the Coney jump lift can be a real game changer for the main contractor and the overall project schedule. How exactly does jump lift work? Um, so it is bringing materials up to uh, different teams and saving a, a good amount of, of time and, and uh, obviously efficiency on, on projects. How exactly does it work? Well, that's a great question. Um, it's important to understand that the elevator itself as part of jump lift is the permanent elevator. So that includes, as the jump lift is being installed, that includes the final rails and brackets hoistway entrances and doors, hoistway electrification, cabs, and such. The key component of jump lift is the mobile machine room that moves upward every few weeks with the progress of the building, 
allowing the project's workforce to move between floors at up to four times the speed on average. Uh, the mobile machine, machine room itself contains elevator machine, controller, drive, and governor. Um, it also falls within all of the national elevator codes, national and local elevator codes. What makes all of this possible is that while the jump lift is in operation below the mobile machine room, the Coney installers are above installing rails and brackets, entrances and doors, all that hoistway piping and trunking for the mobile machine room while the jump lift elevator is servicing the project below. Then when the construction of the building reaches a designated floor, that mobile machine room moves upward or jumps to the next location, which is why it's called Coney Jump Lift. Once that mobile machine room arrives at the next, next designated landing, it's locked into place, allowing the jump lift elevator to be turned back on and serve additional floors covered by the jump lift. And on average, depending on the floor-to-floor -floor elevations, a jump is between three to five floors. Um, and that process continues until the building's topped out. So that's actually, that's very exciting technology. So it actually leverages the existing elevator shaft instead of the external ones we typically see on construction projects. Is that right? Correct. I mean, one of the key components of construction for the elevator contractors, turning over those construction use elevators. We're able to provide a operational elevator that is climbing with the building very early on. So as an example, with the Amazon project, it's essentially a 50-story building counting the subgrade parking garage. We're going to be able to provide them a running elevator at 800 foot per minute, actually two running elevators at 800 foot per minute, They'll be pouring the 20th floor of that 50-story building when we hand them an elevator that will serve from their P6 parking garage level all the way to level 7. So it's going to service 13 floors at 800 foot per minute. It'll be inside the building. It won't be exposed to the elements. Um, and, and another key component to understand is that, as an example, in Amazon, is in downtown Bellevue, Washington. The city of Bellevue has very stringent sound ordinances. This is one of the things that the con main contractor was very aware of and once again realized another benefit of jump lift. They're not allowed to run their exterior hoist on Sundays and the hours are very limited during the week and the weekend because of the noise of an exterior hoist and the work that goes on in it. Jump lifts are going to be in the core of the building in a concrete core. They'll be able to run those elevators around the clock without violating the sound ordinance. Um, that all combined creates a much more efficient construction environment. Um, when you compare it to an exterior hoist also, that runs 150 to 175 foot per minute versus a jump lift that can run up to 800 feet per minute, that greatly increases that traffic capability by three to four times versus the additional hoist. Combine that with fewer shutdowns and delays because the elevator is not exposed to the element, along with the, the, the safeness compared to an exterior hoist, and in the fact that it is inspected every time it jumps by the local code authority, Jumplet provides a huge benefit to the overall project.
What can you share with our listeners about JumpLift? Um, briefly explain how it does uh, offer some key benefits on job sites. Absolutely. I want to start by saying that Kone JumpLift has been around for quite some time, been used around the world for several years to safely improve the overall construction efficiency of landmark projects around the world, including here in the Americas during the construction of the one Bloor high-rise residential tower in downtown Toronto which is an 80-story residential building, and the Grand Hyatt Hotel in downtown Seattle. We'll also be implementing JumpLift in the fall of 2022 for the construction of Amazon's new world headquarters in Bellevue, Washington. What makes the Amazon project um, so important from a marketing standpoint isn't that it's with Amazon so much, is that it's the project is with the same contractor that built the Grand Hyatt in downtown Seattle. During that project, they realized all the benefits of JumpLift and couldn't imagine doing another project without it. A few examples that they, they were able to realize and were able to forecast into their planning for the new Amazon project was they're automatically able to remove one exterior hoist from the project before the project ever begins because they know the speed at which JumpLift operates upwards of 800 feet per minute versus the exterior hoist. But just as importantly, because the jump lift is inside the building, they were able to count on um, the construction use elevator running around the clock. It's not affected uh, by exterior weather and shutdowns. But also in addition, one of the experiences that they had historically when closing out a project is that many of their subchains would charge them back charges, getting into the millions um, for shutdowns of the construction use elevator, stranding their workforce on upper floors, forcing them to walk floor to floor, sometimes walk down as many as 50 floors at the end of a project. So a tremendous amount of uh, lack of productivity, if you will, because the hoists were shut down. With jump lift, they didn't have to deal with those situations. Um, a very direct example was on the Grand Hyatt, when the two jump, there were two jump lift elevators, when they reached their millionth cycle or millionth start on the project, we had only had seven elevator related shutdowns. Um, you think about that's very impressive. So those elevators were able to operate constantly, get the force where they needed to and get them their material. Efficiency all around, it sounds like. It is. And, and, and one other factor that the contractors have, have really come to appreciate is, as I mentioned, that contractual duration for turning over a complete elevator after top out of the building has become so tight. Well, with um, Kone building the complete elevator as it goes upwards, we're able to do that final conversion from jump lift to the permanent elevator in just over eight weeks. So what that does is that allows the contractor to remove that exterior hoist that they did have to keep up to that point much sooner, allows them to close up the building where the exterior hoist has been running, the seam of the building, much sooner. Those are all additional benefits of jump lift. 
That's great. Now, you mentioned um, a couple of projects. Um, any other projects that uh, our listeners can be aware of where Kone Jumplift um, has been used or is currently being used? Well, one of the, there's quite a few around the world, but um, uh, if you were familiar with Kingdom Tower, that originally wouldn't have been able to be that tall without ultra, without ultra band jump lift. The Shard in London, which became very famous when uh, London was host, hosting the Olympics a few years ago. The Shard was a nearby project. Um, they couldn't have completed that project without jump lift. So it, it brings a, a tremendous benefit, once again, just in its ability to improve the efficiency, close up the building sooner, and to cut additional outside costs. The Shard was extremely important project to understand because of the design of the building it was very similar to a pyramid. They would, could not have brought up exterior hoist in a vertical plane because it would have put the hoist too far from the building and it created a real conflict. They would not have been able to complete that project as they did, definitely not on time without Kone Jump Lift. That's a great anecdote and, um, and story to share. Um, listeners, you can actually find out more information on Jump Lift by visiting kone.us slash jumplift uh, or by Googling Jump Lift itself. Uh, there's a lot of video content uh, in addition to some storylines that Dennis mentioned here uh, today. So some very, very exciting technology. Well, Dennis, that's actually all the time we do have for today. Uh, really appreciate you taking the time and joining us on Kone Conversations. Thank you for having me. I enjoyed the time. Excited to, to talk about Jumplift. It's a great product. Sounds like it. Well, listeners, be sure to visit Kone.us as well as Spotify and our YouTube channel for an archived copy of today's episode. For more information on Jumplift, please visit Kone.us slash Jumplift. Watch our social media channels for more information about upcoming guests of future podcasts. I'm Kevin Metz. Thanks for being here and join us again for more Kone Conversations. The information presented in this program is relevant and current as of the time of production. Copyright 2021, Kone Incorporated.